Beautiful people, welcome to 321 No Kidding. Oh boy, have I missed you guys. Um, first of all, let me apologize for being off the radar. I, I, geez, I got home last Friday and it was a fight driving from Florida to get home. It's it was very draining and I wasn't feeling very well. I actually took a couple naps in the car and drove at weird hours and pretty much have been in bed or on the couch since then. Today's the first day that I'm feeling better. Um, I don't think I had COVID, but I did go get tested on Monday. So hopefully I'll get the results quick and... Um, be able to socialize a little this weekend. We got plans to go to Friendsgiving on Saturday, and I'm really hoping I can make it, but I want to make sure that everybody's safe first. So that's where I've been. I am I am so sorry to get out of our habit of daily shows. I have decided, I've decided a lot of things this last month, but as far as <laughs> catching up on our daily episodes, I think it's important that I get through at least a year of the daily readings so that we have a show on each. And I'm going to do November 4th today because that's the day I'm recording this and I want to get this out to you. And I will try to go back and do my October days that I missed because I think every reading has a message that we need to hear. Maybe we need to hear it that day. Maybe we need to hear it another day. But this book has been amazing to me and my recovery and going through the readings and sharing the journey with you has been very important and very helpful. So I don't want to shortchange either one of us of that. So I will get back and do some, at least the readings for each day so that we have them as a point of reference every year. I, I, I will get us going here on the November 4th reading here in just a minute. I have been so out of sorts between the travel and not feeling well that I didn't even, you know, really shout out. We we hit another milestone last Friday when Caleb's show released. We've been together for 400 episodes and I just appreciate you being here and all your support. We're in over, I think over 1,050 cities now over 55 countries worldwide. So thank you everyone everywhere for being here and tuning in. I appreciate it more than you know, so much more than you'll ever know. It's It's been amazing. And the things that I've learned, wow, from, from podcasting and from talking through life with you this last year has been incredible. And it's it's actually quite foundational for what's going to happen for me for 2021. And I will continue to share with you as that unfolds. So here goes. Helen Keller says, when one door of happiness closes, another opens. But we often 
But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which is open for us. <laughs> wow, how true is that statement? Constantly living in the past is as harmful as always dreaming about the future. It leaves no time for making the most of the present. But we can use what we've learned about the past to make healthy choices for the future. In recovery, we learn to look with forgiveness and without shame at who we were. Gradually, we develop a desire to live in our own lives today without dwelling on the past. Because recovery helps us make peace with all the warring elements in our lives, we can move into our new selves and our renewed lives with greater security and serenity as a whole person. We may still think about all that might have been and all that may be. That's useful. But to dream is different than to dwell with anger and resentment. And now we can tell the difference. Now we know that making peace with our past frees us from that obsessive backward glance, frees us to see what lies ahead. Now we can face the future with serenity and continued spiritual growth. Today, help me lay one more chapter of my past to rest. Free me from regrets. Well, we talk quite a bit about this, I think, regularly. And if you've never been with us before, I will share a little about how I, how I feel about this and how it's impacted my life. I, I talk about my past quite a bit nowadays. And the reason I share it is because it has provided me so much color and shown me the way to all those open doors. I don't look back with any regret. I actually am grateful for every, every, everything that's ever occurred in my life. Every person I've met, every relationship I've had, every job I, I held, all of it has served its purpose and it's all gotten me to this moment right here, right now. And that's one of the big things I learned this last year. And when I look back at the value that each situation has provided for me or the lessons that I've learned, I can't help feel anything but gratitude because it's making Bobby who Bobby is. And Bobby couldn't say Bobby the Awesome five years ago with a straight face and mean it with the conviction that she feels today. And she feels that way because of all the experiences that have happened. I think I shared with you that, you know, I turned down a, a job offer essentially for, you know, the most money I've ever made in my life. <laughs> Hopefully my mother's not listening. Um, while I was away and it wasn't a good fit. It wasn't going to light me up. It wasn't going to help me serve you. It wasn't going to help me serve the entrepreneurs that I need to help. I'm being called to do things now in such a way that it's not about money. It's about my sanity. It's about this peace. It's about the fact that for the last five days as I've been hunkered down on a couch, I had no one to be accountable to other than myself and my team and my clients. But even my team was like, yo, stay on the couch, get better. You're like no good to any of us if you're sick and wasting away here. So um, that's such a freeing feeling. And for me, it starts with having the faith in the belief system that I do now that all of these things served a point. So if you're doubting that, I hope that you can take 
my experience, and I'm sure if you if you look for it, there will be other people that you find in your life that can probably say the same thing. The whole unanswered prayers concept, the the one door closing and another door opening. When I was when I was on my trip, someone told me that their husband was losing their job in a few weeks. And I was like, that is awesome. And she probably thought I was absolutely crazy. But he had been at the same job for 15 years. And during that time, he had gone from not licensed to licensed. And I'm sure that he was compensated for the growth, but not quite to the level that you get from changing companies. And I know that sounds horrible, and I'm not telling everybody quit your job and go go get another one. But I will tell you that that's how you can excel in your career generally is by leaving and, and not the old, the good old days like where we work for one company and work our way to the top. The companies know you don't know what's going on around you or out there. So sometimes, you know, they protect themselves based on your loyalty, which I'm totally digressing, but I'm just using this as an example that the fact that he doesn't have this company to work for anymore is going to be such a huge opportunity. And I can't wait to see what happens. And another thing that happened while I was away was another one of my friends lost her job. And the same thing I said to her, I was like, wow, well, this is awesome. Like that job served its purpose. Now what's What's the next latest and greatest? I knew she had a fabulous resume. I knew she had lots of experience. And sure enough, she was out of work for, I think, less than two weeks. And, you know, it's COVID time. It's it's a crazy time. Unemployment's high, all these crazy things. And it didn't matter. Like, if you do the right things and you've you've been working hard or doing what you need to do, It'll work out the way it's supposed to work out. And actually, you don't even have to do what you need to do and it'll still work out the way it's supposed to work out. It's kind of crazy. I know I still have some questions about this when it comes to some people in my life. I wonder, you know, like how how is their story gonna unfold? And I just try to have to have confidence for them and for me that their lives will turn out all right. And recovery really... You know, it says here, in recovery, we can learn to look with forgiveness and without shame at who we were. And there's there's things that I could still be angry about, you know, as far as I, I could still be angry at the last guy. I could still be angry at the biological. I could be I could be angry at a lot of things and not forgive. But that doesn't help with anything, honestly. I'll tell you, it feels much better to feel full of love and gratitude than it does anger and resentment and not forgiving people. It just feels better. And then the without shame at who we were. Now that's a that's a freaking crazy thing. When when I talk about things that I've done in the past, when I was gambling or drinking or both or whatever, There's still times that I'm like, ugh, I did that. And I get that icky feeling in my gut. And and it's that shame trying to sneak in. And then I have to remind myself, and this is where the recovery work comes in every day. It's like, 
I wasn't a bad person. I was a person who was doing bad things and I can't do anything to change them. I mean, I could hang out there and dwell there and beat myself up and all of that stuff, but it doesn't help me. It would probably keep me in a place of depression or isolation. It would lead me probably back to the bet. Instead, if I free myself of that, then I have the opportunity to jump into this great, magnificent world and help people, help them learn from my mistakes, help them learn from their mistakes, coach them when there's things that I could see that maybe they can't because they're too engrossed. Like those are the gifts that I've been given from my past. So shame and, and unsettled negativity and bad feelings around that stuff, it, it would screw all of that up, quite frankly. Because recovery helps us make peace with all the warring elements within ourselves, we can move into our new selves and our renewed lives with greater security and serenity as a whole person. And that's, that's where I feel like I'm getting to. Now, do I still have work to do? OMG, yes. I, I do. I know my shortcomings. I know them when I'm doing them. Uh, that's why recovery, that's why I need recovery every day. I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be perfect. I'm going to screw up. I'm going to miss five days of podcasting. Like, do you know how much that was hurting my heart? But I had to, and I had to forgive myself for that. And, and just had to have faith that, you know, in 400 other episodes that hopefully people could find the message they needed to hear that day. Cause I just wasn't able to provide it in a way that would work. I, I wasn't up to the challenge. Um, so even in recovery, we have those struggles. We, we still may think about all that might have been or all that may be. That's useful. But to dream is different than to dwell with anger and resentment. And now we could tell the difference. I agree with that. I, I could see how my story could have unfolded in a bunch of different ways. I actually think it would be fun to kind of write a couple books about, you know, like, what would happen if I chose this fork in the road or how different things would pan out. It would be really funny how the story plays out, I think. And there's also times I think, why, why am I in this space at this time meeting these people or living this experience? There's times I've actually thought of that and it's like, would I have crossed paths with this person if I did take another fork in the road? And there's times I believe I would have, which is kind of scary the circles that we run with people. And then there's other times it's like, nope, this would have never happened, but it needed all these other things to happen to get me to that place. And again, gratitude, right? Like I have all these freaking badass, amazing people in my world. I actually have so many people that I, I could literally do nothing all day, but communicate with all the people that I'm connected to nowadays. And um, obviously that doesn't, that doesn't work. I have to <laughs> strategize a little. Um, and again, I'm not complaining. I'm grateful. And I will tell you that it's important to nurture your relationships in recovery or out of recovery. Uh, I was just talking to someone who's having a hard time and, uh, you know, she, she's not one to ask for help ever. And she's not one to look in the mirror or to, to, 
I don't know. It's hard on her to to open up and to deal with things. And, uh, you know, she said, you know, I need my friends around me now. And it was amazing to hear her say that. And I was so proud of her in that moment because she knows that the isolation will will destroy her. It, it would be not good for her. So just the fact that she's recognizing that and taking steps so that she can have her happy, whole, fulfilled life is just such a blessing. Now we can face the future with serenity and continued spiritual growth. And guys, growth, continued spiritual growth, continued growth of any kind, that's part of the secret sauce as far as I'm concerned. We have to continue to grow. We have to continue to be open-minded. We have to continue to look at ourselves. And we have to continue to do all that honestly and openly because if we're not moving forward, we get like stagnant, right? And if we're stagnant, the past can like catch up with us. I don't want to say we're outrunning it, but if we're sitting still, it's a whole lot easier versus seeing what's what's on the horizon and working towards what's on the horizon. And that's what doing our recovery work is and our self-care and our self-devotion and putting ourselves first and having boundaries and learning new things and, and just living that kind of a life. So I love this concept of leaving the past to rest, but just being mindful that it's there and, and take what you need from it and just leave the rest, just like a regular regular meeting, regular good old slogan. Today, help me lay one more chapter of my past to rest. Free me from my regrets. I want us all to live regret-free lives, guys. If you're sitting there and you have regrets, I'd like you to do this. I'd like you to think about, can you do anything about it? So let's say, now for me, traveling and actually seeing things around the country instead of the inside of every casino in every state, that was a regret, right? I never got a chance to really do that, or I had the chance and I, I missed it. So what did I do? I ran around the country and I started to see things different. And I saw more sunsets and sunrises and beautiful mountains and lakes and rivers and just gorgeous things that I wouldn't have seen if I was still gambling. That would have been my regret, that I wasted that time in the truck, which is part of why I'm setting myself up to you know, travel in the future via RV so I can see the rest of the country. Regrets like that, identify those and challenge yourself to accomplish those things so that you don't have those regrets anymore. The other part of this is a little harder. The regrets that you might have around your behaviors or actions or conversations or or not having conversations or relations. You know, I, I think of, I well, this is where kind of my faith and my belief system comes in. But so if you ask me in March, you know, did I have any regrets regarding Bob? I, I might have had some, like I never communicated with him in the last 14 years. Well, I don't regret that. I was protecting myself. And do I feel bad that we never had a traditional father-daughter relationship? No, no, actually. I was going to say maybe a little bit, but I don't really think I do. His role in my life served me. And part of his influence 
has made it so I haven't had a drink in the last, what, 10 or 11 months. And that's made it so I'm more productive and more healthy and my, you know, my face is brighter, my eyes are clearer. So we can say maybe he helped with that. I don't really know. But identify those things that you can't do anything about and let them go. Figure it out. Write them down. Burn them. Talk through them with a friend. Do something. Maybe look for the message. What was the open door in whatever that regret is so that you can heal from it and then move forward to grow and live a serene life and a whole life. It's, it's, all, it's all relative, guys. And it's all work. I know. I'm always trying to make you work really hard. <laughs> so that's November 4th. And that's my thoughts on that. And I appreciate you being patient with me. I'm glad to be back. I look forward to getting my missing days and my future days out. I will get in some rhythm here. I'm, I'm using this week to sort out what is my rhythm? What, what does that look like? Um, and hopefully I'll be back on track by like Monday. That's my goal. And hopefully I could catch up maybe over the weekend with the missing episodes. So that's what I got. So thanks guys for being here. I love you. I hope you have a great day. <laughs>